y'all ready to have some real talk? Real talk with God, real talk with self, real talk with others. We're going to be talking about having a great relationship with God, having a great relationship with self, and having great relationship with others, which I can't wait to get to the others. It's going to be great. It's going to be about associates, assignments, advisors, just establishing healthy relationships. And you know what? Healthy relationships comes healthy boundaries. So I'm excited to jump in that one, but y'all got to come back. That's, that's in a couple of weeks. Today we are talking about real talk with God, real talk with God, with our prayer. You know, who wants to have a great prayer life? You know, who wants your prayers answered? Who wants to hear from God? You know, so we're going to talk tonight about prayer. We're going to talk tonight about having real talk with God. Are you guys excited? Y'all hype? Woo, I need some love, yes! Relevant real talk with God. So we're gonna have five keys to developing better communication with God and having effective prayer life in your real everyday life, right? Not just a prayer that you read, not just a Hail Mary that you throw out. Is that a thing? Did I say that right? Is it Hail Mary? Hail! <laughs> Hell, they both sound the same to me. <laughs> Whoops. We're just not throwing out, you know, a wish. But uh, we want to talk about real prayer, about real communication with God. And you know what? Sometimes, how many of you guys think we got to fake it till we make it, right? Sometimes we got to fake it. Sometimes we're, how many of you guys have ever fallen for that and you start praying because somebody else is listening? And you start praying, you should be like, what was that scripture? You're just trying to memorize something like, um, Father God, in, in um, what was that scripture in Psalms? What did the, past, what did the pastor say? You, and there you are. There you are trying to, instead of just real talk with God. Hey God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this food. But no, we all start mimicking each other. This food is blessed. It is sanctified, Lord. And you know, you know when you start praying, it's like the food's already cold. You're like, come on, Nana, let's go. We're hungry. The Taco Bell already arrives here cold. I don't want it colder. In Jesus' name, it's blessed. <laughs> In Jesus' name, it's healthy. <laughs> In Jesus' name, it's gluten-free. Now I'm just throwing out wishes, okay? That's... That's lies. But you know what I mean? We just want to talk about how we communicate with God and to communicate better with God. So key number one, y'all ready? Because here at LOYA, here at Love Life, we're in it to win it. We show up to grow up. We got our notebook. We got our iPad. We got our eye pencils. We got our eyeballs. We're ready to go. We are focused, right? We're focused. We're honed in. Let's go. So key number one, y'all ready for this? Can we just talk? Talk? I don't even know how it goes. Come on. Can we just talk? Talk to God all the time. Talk to God all the time. Imagine if you had a best friend with you all the time. And all you mamas know, if you got a toddler, I mean, they're with you. There you go. You try to use the restroom, little fingers go underneath. You're like, ah, they're chasing me down right? Imagine if you had somebody with you all the time, 24-7, and you never talked to them. You never communicated to them. You never addressed them. You never, is that, would that be so weird? That would be so weird. That would be so weird if you never talked to that person right there with you. Do you know that God is with you? He is the only one with you 24-7. Let's talk to God 
all the time. Do you know how many times you have conversations in your own head with yourself? Y'all, like, you don't want to admit it, but sometimes I even catch myself like, mm -mm -mm -mm. and I'm shaking my head. I'm having an argument with nobody. Like, let's bring God into the mix. Let's bring God into the situation and start talking to God all the time. First Thessalonians 5.16, always be joyful, never stop praying, never stop communicating with God, never stop inviting God into your situation, inviting God into your conversation, inviting God into the workplace, inviting God into your relationships, inviting God into the struggles, inviting God into your making lunch and making dinner, inviting God, inviting the Holy Spirit, talking to God. First Thessalonians, 516, always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances. Even in the lockdown, right? Even though you lost your job, even though all this is going crazy, can you be thankful in all circumstances? You know how you can be thankful in all circumstances? You can be thankful for your health. You can be thankful for your family. You can be thankful that there's breath in your lungs to breathe, that you can find another job, that you can do this, that you can get it together. Come on, you better be thankful. When you've got God living inside of you, there is always something to be thankful about. Your girl came to preach tonight. I'm way too excited. We got a couple of people in the building and I'm gonna go crazy. I feel like I'm finally off lockdown to this thing. We can be thankful in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for those who belong to Christ Jesus. We belong to Jesus. We belong in the body of Christ. So we always have something to be thankful for. How many of you guys feel like you need to impress God when you pray? Like, have you ever fallen for that? Like, and you know what? Sometimes even in kids' ministry, the kids start praying, like, make, made up words too. And it's like, Guys, just talk to God. But they're trying to pray the exact scripture that you taught them. And it's crazy because sometimes we can get so religious. We can get so caught up in trying to be perfect instead of just saying, God, thank you. Thank you for this teacher. Thank you for this class. You know, God, I don't know what to pray. <laughs> Imagine if we, because God knows that you're over there acting religious. God knows, God knows you over there sounding like a clingy clang, like it's just sounds, it's just noises. If there's no love, if there's no sincere heart, you're just, you're just saying, Holy Mary, Mother of God, forever, and again, amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, forever, and again, amen. Holy Mary, you're not saying anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're not connected to it, you're just repeating and repeating. What are you repeating? Words. Let's be sincere. Let's pray. Let's talk to God about everything. And let's stop faking it till we make it. We don't need to impress God. We don't need to impress others with how many scriptures we know, with how long we pray, with how loud we pray, right? We don't need to impress people. We don't need to impress people if we cry. Like if I didn't cry when I prayed, it doesn't mean anything. That is not true. You know what? Sometimes I don't cry and I mean it. Sometimes I do cry and I mean it. But you don't, crying doesn't mean, whoo, that was a good prayer. Hooping and hollering doesn't mean, but sometimes I'm naturally a loud person. So if I start hooping and hollering with God, that's sometimes just who I am. But I'm just saying like, not for a show, not for a show. Okay, or sometimes we're just afraid to talk to God because why, we're, we're, we're holding on to guilt 
onto shame or sin or things that we're just, we're just bound by. So we're afraid to talk to God. We're afraid to talk to God. We think, or, you know what, sometimes we think we don't need to pray. Sometimes we think we got it all together. Sometimes we think we have it all together. But we all know that none of us have it all together. Like, I need Jesus all the time, all day, every day for the rest of my life. I need Jesus so that I don't run over people, so that I don't smash into cars, you know. I don't play bumper cars out there. I need Jesus all the time so that I stop yelling at nobody and myself. You're number one! I need Jesus all the time. Do you guys need Jesus all the time? We need Jesus all the time. Sometimes we think we have it all together. But we need to bring God into the situation. We need to bring God. So God wants so involved in your situation. God wants to be involved with you if you lost your job. God wants to be involved with you if you're struggling with your health right now. God wants to be involved with you if you're struggling with your relationship right now. He wants to be involved with you and with your finances. If you don't know what you're going to do, you don't know where your next paycheck is coming from, seek God. Ask him for his plan. Seek God. If you don't know, you're graduating. Just say this is your graduating year. You're graduating high school. You're graduating college. You're like, what am I going to do? Am I going to go to college? What am I going to do with my life? Am I going to go to school? What Am I going to get a job? What career path am I going to take? Or like, this sucks. I didn't get a ceremony. And now we are having a ceremony and nobody can come. Like, it's just all these things. What are you going to do? Ask God. Seek God. He has a plan for you. He has your steps ordered. We just got to tap in. We got to tap into his will, to his plan, and be real with God. You know when somebody's faking it, right? I feel like we all know when somebody's faking it. You're like, well, some people are really that nice, but most people, you're like, let me test you. Are you really, like, are you faking it? Because somebody can't be really that nice. I think a lot of kids, like when you're, when you're, I've been teaching in kids ministry for a lot of years, okay? Like older than I am. That's how long I've been teaching in kids ministry, yes. So I've been teaching in kids ministry since I was a kid pretty much. And I, I think I started at 14 years old. So now I am older than 14 years old and maybe like 24 or something around there. But anyways, that's a lie, okay? I'm lying, I'm faking myself right here, right now. But sometimes you're teaching in kids ministry so many years and these kids love you and you love these kids and parents are like, why do my kids love you? <laughs> like, who are you? Like, do you really care about my kids? Like, why? And then they see you year after year after year after year. You done changed their baby's diaper. Now you're excited that they're graduating from high school. They're like, man, that girl loves these kids. Like, it's just true. It's real. So, like, you can't fake that, okay? That's not what I'm talking about. But we don't need to fake it till we make it. I didn't, I actually loved kids. I loved working with kids. It was just so easy to me. It was fun. But I'm just saying we don't need to fake it till we make it. We need to be real with God because God knows. God already knows why you are where you are. He just wants you to know why you are where you are. When he's asking you, he's asking you so that you can understand for yourself. Why am I here? How did I get here? And how do I get out of here? Because God has a plan. God has a plan. Trust God. Sometimes, you know what, when we're faking it, 
And you know what? You can't fake it. You can fake it in church. You can get your Sunday's best, feeling stressed, like I should, something. Well, not stressed, whatever. I already messed up the song. Yes. Sunday's best. You know what song I'm talking about, okay? Hey! <laughs> feeling blessed. <laughs> Thanks, Zane. Never stressed. <laughs> That's the right words. Leave it to me to always mess up a song. But, you know, you can, you can put your Sunday's best on and you can fake it. But when you fake it, the only person that you're deceiving is yourself. Because you can't go to the next stage, to the next level. You have to grow to the next stage, to the next level. It takes growth. It's a process. It's a journey. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the ride. I wouldn't change all the bad things that happened to me because in those moments, I had a choice. Victim or victor. And I chose victory every single time. Why? Because Jesus already won the victory. Jesus already won the battle. It is already finished. So that's why I can be excited. So in the moment, but you have a choice. You always have a choice to make. To make. Am I gonna be a victim of this situation or am I gonna have victory over this situation, right? Over this situation, whatever it is. So, okay, and when you deceive yourself, like pretending like you got it all together instead of like just growing through it, you deceive yourself and you also leave room for the enemy. You leave room for the enemy because he knows you faking it, you know you faking it, we all know you faking it, and then where you, you're gonna end up stumbling because you, then, we're, then you're really gonna know where you're at. And then that's the time when your cup gets bumped and you're like, ew, that was inside of me? I don't want that inside of me. So then you have another opportunity, another opportunity to what? To talk to God, to go to God so that you can grow, so that we can grow. So don't skip any stage, you go level to level. We go from level to level to level. There's a song somewhere in there, right? So just be real with God and ask him for help. Ask him for wisdom, right? Ask him for wisdom so you can grow up and mature through this situation. So that you don't have to repeat this situation, you can pass the test. You can go from level, you can go to the next level. All you gamers, you wanna go to the next level? You gotta beat all the zombies in this level. You know, we gotta beat all the whatever's coming at us in this level and let's go to the next level. And then when you're at the next level, you unload and unlock new weapons. You unload and you unlock new levels. You're like, let's go. I ain't even worried about those little battles anymore. I ain't even worried about those little enemies anymore. They can't get me, they can't get me. Why? Because I got this ch -ch -ch big old bad boy now. Ba-boom, ba-bam. Yeah, that's what we're messing with. You go from level to level, you start operating in the word of God. First you're running from the enemy, now you're running at the enemy, like is that all you got? How can you be so bold? Because I got the same power that raised Christ from the dead, living and dwelling inside of me, living and dwelling inside of you. Whom shall you fear? No one, nothing, nobody, let's go. Woo! <sighs> Talk to God all the time. Talk to God all the time. If you want to develop better communication with God and have an effective prayer life, you gotta talk to him. You gotta talk to him. Prayer is talking. It's communication with God. All right, number two. You guys ready? Number two, you got your notes out? Run to grace. Run to grace. Run to God. Seriously, when you're in the midst of a storm, when you're in the midst of a situation, it's easy to run from. And you, you know, sometimes, like when a kid doesn't know what to do 
and they run from their parents and they try to make up a plan. And you know what the plan is? Horrible. The plan is horrible. So I got in trouble one time. I was so young. So I got my backpack, put some clothes in there, and I'm like, I'm going to run away. I'm going to run away. You know where I'm going to go? Nowhere. I know no one. There was no Uber. Like, I didn't got no cell phone. I walked outside. It's scary. So I'd rather just take the whooping and get it over with, right? So sometimes we begin off track and we're running. We're running from grace. We're running from grace. We're running and running and running from grace. And grace is like, come on. God's like, come to me. Come boldly to the throne. Run into my arms. I've got a place for you. I've got a plan for you. I've got a home for you. The Bible says that we can come boldly to the throne of God. What? Boldly to the throne of God. We don't need to be afraid. We don't need to be afraid of what it is that we're dealing with. Run to God. Run to grace. Hebrews 4.15. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly. How? Boldly. And when I think of boldly, I think of Lily. So Liliana, she's like six years old now, okay? And she does not care. Now, she, since she was two, she runs to Auntie. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jumps, okay? Now she's six. And she's like, ah, she don't care. She don't care that she's getting bigger. She's just like, that's my auntie. She's here. I'm running. That's my auntie. She doesn't care who's in the way. She's running. Auntie Sasha. I'm like, hey. And when I think of boldly running, I think of that kind of running. You don't care that she's looking all floppy whoppy. You don't care. She doesn't care that I can barely pick her up now. She's like, she's got faith in Auntie Sasha. She got faith that once I see her, I'm gonna light up. Once I see her, I'm gonna get so excited. And I better, right? I better. She'll be 16, I'll be like, woo! She better be running. Lily, if you're watching, you better run to Auntie when you're 16. <laughs> but that's the kind of boldly we need to run to grace. We have a good, good father. And you know what? Children can run to a good father, and we need to run to grace. We need to run to the Father. It says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy. What are we going to obtain? Mercy. We're going to find grace to help in a time of need. So we obtain mercy, we find grace. Why? Because we run in. We run in boldly. We run in after that grace. Why? Because we know that God's going to be excited to see us. We know that God's going to be so happy to see us. Run, run, run to the throne of grace. Run, run, run. Run, run, run. And you find help in a time of need. How many of you guys need help? I need help all day, every day. I need help in my work. I need help with my life. I need help, you know, with my health. I need help in every single day of my life. I need help with my relationships. I need God's help. Doesn't matter how long you've been in the game. I always want to stay humble. I always want to stay teachable. I always want to stay relevant. And I always want to seek God, seek his mercy, seek his help, right? The devil wants you to run from God. 
The devil wants you to get tripped up and says, oh, God doesn't love you. No, 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 you're not, you're not worthy. No, oh no, God knows you're messed up. God knows about that thing you're hiding. God knows about that screw up. God knows, God knows. And that's the enemy. That's the enemy. He's like, you stupid, you fat, you ugly. Sometimes we just like pick that up. We're like, oh, I am. No, that's the enemy. Stop it. Do not let the enemy get a foothold. Do not allow him in your thinking. That's why it's so important that we renew our mind. The devil wants us, he wants us to lose confidence in God. He wants us to doubt. He wants us to doubt God's word. He wants to say, no, God's not going to do it for you. No, God, God can't heal you. And you know what's crazy is that we can believe God for somebody else. We can say, I'm believing for your healing. I'm agreeing for your healing. I can't, and you know, and then when it comes to you, you're like, uh, well, I don't know. That's the enemy. That's the enemy trying to lie to you, trying to trip you up. No, with that same passion that you can believe, that you can agree, that you can pray for someone else, pray and believe that God will do it for you. God will do it for you. Do not allow the enemy in your head. Do not allow fear. Do not allow doubt. Do not allow any unbelief. And when the thoughts come, don't give them your breath. If those thoughts come, you cast those thoughts down. If those thoughts come, you change your thoughts. You change the thoughts and you speak God's word. We believe and speak. We believe and speak. We believe and speak. And we're speaking God's word. And when the doubt comes in, we reject it. We reject it and we tell it to flee. The enemy's got to go, right? All you got to do is resist. And there goes the enemy fleeing like a little rat. I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> We've had a mouse when we were growing up and it was just like so funny to me. And now I would be so disgusted, but it was like almost funny like trying to catch it. Like, oh my gosh, there's a mouse in the house. <laughs> Anyways, don't let the enemy be the rat. <laughs> don't let the enemy have a mouse, you know, put a mouse trap, goner, okay? Put a mouse trap. So. The devil wants to, he wants to set you up for failure. And you know what? Feelings are not facts. Somebody needs to write that down. Feelings are not facts. Because sometimes we have feelings of fear. Sometimes we have feelings of doubt. Sometimes we have feelings of like this unbelief, we're un insecure, unsure. But let me tell you, and you gotta remind yourself, feelings are not facts right? If we go by how we feel, we're going to be crazy. We feel a lot of things, right? I feel hungry all the time. Can you imagine if I ate all the time? That would be crazy. I'd be like a bazillion pounds, but I feel hungry. We don't go by feelings. We tell ourselves, you're not hungry. I just fed you. Calm down, girl, right? Sometimes we need to tell ourselves those are just feelings. So if our feelings don't line up to the new covenant, our feelings don't line up to our new creation, our feelings don't line up to what Jesus died on the cross for, then we break up with that feeling. We tell that feeling it's over feeling, right? Then we realize that feeling is wrong and that feeling needs to go. And we, feelings we can change. Feelings we can change just like that. How? With your thoughts. You know, if we ask God to forgive us, this, is, this can trip us up too in our prayer life when we're communicating with God. If we ask God to forgive us because we've sinned by choice, right? We've made a bad choice. We got ourselves in a situation, which means all that means that we sin is that we've missed the mark, okay? What's the mark? 
love. Love is the goal, okay? We've missed the mark. We didn't love God somehow. We didn't love ourselves somehow. We didn't love others somehow. So that means we sin. We've missed the mark. We've made the choice. We have sin. So if I repent, I ask God to forgive me, and I still feel guilty. Have any of us ever felt guilty about sin? That's a feeling. It's not a fact, right? That's a feeling. It's not a fact. And we have to remind ourselves that feelings can lie and will lie and do lie. <laughs> yes, yes, feelings lie. Like, sometimes that happens. So we need to break up with our feelings. The, if our feelings don't line up with God's word, if your feeling lines up with God's word, woo, yeah. You know, shout out to that feeling. Feeling good, like I should. <laughs> da -na 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 -na. I don't know. Thanks, Aid, earlier, but. <laughs> All right. If we ask God to forgive us, we receive that forgiving, forgiveness. We know that God is faithful. God is faithful. He is just. It's not about our feelings. It's about his faithfulness. Thank God he is a faithful God, right? Thank God that he already had a plan. First John 1 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So all we need to do is confess. That means that we say the same thing. God knows you sin, but you're recognizing it. You're acknowledging it. You're saying, God, you're handling the situation. You're taking responsibility. You know when you got kids and they're like, and they got cookie all over their face, and then they're like, you're like, did you eat a cookie? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And God's over there talking to you, and you're like, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. and you got chocolate Oreo from head to toe. Anybody been there? Anybody? Just me? Okay. So confession means we say the same thing. God, I've missed it. God, I made this choice. And God is faithful. He is just to forgive us, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So no matter how you feel, the word is truth. No matter how you feel, because this is why we stop talking to God. This is why we stop running to grace. Why? Because we get mixed up in feelings. We get caught up in feelings. And we're wondering, how come our prayers are not being answered? How come our prayers are not effective? Because you're missing the mark on all these other situations. And you're like, you're getting farther and farther. When, when we need to run like Lily. We need to run to grace. We need to run to God. So no matter how do you feel, the word is always truth, right? If we just go by how we feel, we're going to fall for the enemy every single time. So, you know what? We get smarter. We get wiser, okay? If there's a big hole in the, in the street, and oh, okay, so there's been a lot of work on Camelback, okay? There's been a lot of construction on Camelback, and it's been testing my patience, and I, I'm still working on patience. I guess it is the fruit of the Spirit, but Lord Jesus, okay? So there's a lot of work on Camelback, and there's been some huge um, potholes, Huge potholes. And for some reason, there you go. It's like on Litchfield, there's one. There you go. And I'm like, I am going to remember. I told Chate, I was like, Chate, remind me when I hit this store, when I pass, there's a pothole, there's a pothole, there's a pothole. And finally, one day, I remembered they filled the pothole. I'm like, oh my gosh. But sometimes 
We fall for the little sin, that little mistake over and over and over. And God's already like, I've already filled it. I've already healed it. <laughs> Come on, girl. I've already had a plan for you. Can you just, you know, trust me? Can you just allow me into the situation? Can you just bring me into your weakness? Can you bring me into that? And I, and I learned my lesson too. I finally went, and then I'm like, it's filled. Anyways, feeling blessed, never stressed. <laughs> that song, I don't even know what that whole song is. So if it's bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> just remember that part, it's good. Okay, I'm getting it, it's good, okay, it's good. It's good. So the enemy would love to have an upper hand in your prayer life by deceiving you for his lies. He is a liar. The only thing that comes out of him is lies. He's the father of all lies. So we need to remind him, you're a liar. Or sometimes we complicate it. We make repentance so much drama. Repentance is just changing directions, right? So I'm no longer going to the pothole, I'm going around the pothole. We're just changing directions. I'm no longer making that bad choice. I'm, I'm filling it up with a new habit, with a good habit, right? So we sometimes complicate um, repentance. You wanna know how we complicate it? We beg. God, please forgive me. Lord Jesus. Please forgive me. I don't know. You just start crying. I'm not a good, like, fake beggar. <laughs> I hardly beg for anything. I'm just too independent. I'm getting myself. But so, that's why I'm saying I'm not a good fake beggar. But I have been there begging God for forgiveness. Begging God, begging God, begging God for forgiveness. And you know, how many of you guys know a little toddler puts on a show? Ah, Mama, no! Daddy, no! No! Ah! And I'm like, they didn't even get whooped yet. Like, why are you crying? Like, in my day, I would have been whooped, slapped, thrown out the house, and then I, you got something to cry about. I'm going to give you something to cry about. That's what my dad liked to say. You want something to cry about? No. <laughs> that no. I'm about to give you something to cry about. But these toddlers be like, ah, ah, and they're like, what the heck? You just, you know, just saying, right? So we're putting, you know how many times we look like a toddler to God? We put it on a show, ah, ah, crying, hooping and hollering. And he's like, are you done? Have you seen some of the moms in the store like, are you done? Are you done with that? Because you ain't manipulating me, child. Like, I already done played that card. I already know how it goes. Sucker, you got the wrong mom, okay? <laughs> that's why I'm not a mom. <laughs> No, that's why I'm a mom to all these teenagers and all these young adults. I don't play the game. Just kidding. They love me. They love me a lot. So, so we're not going to manipulate God. You know what? And you don't need to manipulate God. You don't need to put on a show. You don't need to manipulate him. He's already forgiven you. He already has a plan for you. And his plan is Jesus. It's already in Jesus. So how I repent now is so basic. How I repent now is so basic. There's no show, no hooping and hollering, no begging, no crying, no bargaining. Has anybody ever bargained with God? God, God, if you do this for me, I promise I will never, I will never do that again. Never, no, not, never, ever. Oh my G, oh my G, oh my G. Mama Chi, <laughs> I missed her in the building. <laughs> OMG, yes. 
Let me tell you, you're going to do it again. And maybe you might do it again. So let's stop lying and stop making these fake things with God. You know, don't waste your time making plea bargains because we're not going to manipulate God. And stop making promises you can't keep. I'm never, ever, ever, never going to do that again. How about you just start changing, right? Start changing. We're better off saying, you know what, God, I'm going to do it again, and maybe I'll do it again. Imagine if we had real talk with God, like real talk, and we start, stop deceiving ourselves. You almost set yourself up for failure instead of real talking with God. God, help me in this situation, right? Lord, help me renew my mind in this area. Help me replace this bad habit with a good habit. Father, help me to renew my thinking, to understand my value, to understand my worth, to understand that I'm a new creation. Lord, help me with this area. Help me with this area, right? Help me to mature. Help me to grow up. The power of prayer is not in how religious you are. This is so good. The power of prayer is not in how religious you are. It's not in how religious you act. It's not in how religious you sound. The power of prayer is all about your faith in God and a sincere heart. The power of prayer is all about your faith in God and a sincere heart, right? A sincere heart. Number three, be sincere. Because baby, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. We're living in a culture that's like, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, I meant to do it. Yes, I did. No, I didn't. No, you know when you're not sincere. You know when somebody's like, I'm sorry because your mom made you tell you I'm sorry. Tell your brother you're sorry. I'm sorry. And God's over there like, you know what? Tell your spouse you're sorry. I'm sorry. Under your breath, not sorry. Be sincere. You know why? Because when you're sincere, you got to deal with you. You got to check your heart. You got to get things right on the inside to be sincere about your apology, right? James 5, 16. Confess and acknowledge how you have offended one another. How you've offended one another. And then pray for one another. Can you imagine if we start doing that? Every time you offend somebody in your house, every time we offend, I mean, not every time. I mean, I'm not talking about all the people who get butt hurt every five seconds. But I'm saying, like, when you have a nasty attitude and you get crazy, you get wild, can you imagine if we confessed and acknowledged how we have offended our brother, our sister, our spouse, our kids? right? Our co-workers. Do you want to know what kind of healing we would have in this world? What kind of healing we would have in our family units? What kind of strong family units when brothers and sisters can say, you know what? I confess. I offended you. I called you that. I had that nasty remark. And we start praying for one another. You know, what? I'm going to pray for you. Let's pray. Let's agree right now, right? Healing in this relationship. To be instantly healed, for tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, believer, can accomplish much. When put into action and made effective by God, it's, dy it's dynamic and have tremendous power. How many of y'all ready to have effective, life-changing, powerful, heartfelt prayers with God? Real talk with God. Yes. You have to believe what you're praying. 
You have to believe what you're praying. You can't just confess your I am's. You need to believe them. You can't just pray for healing. You need to believe that God is the healer. You can't just throw these things out there that you're going to win the lottery. You need to go buy a ticket. <laughs> it's a joke, okay? It's a joke. I thought that was funny. That just slid out of my face. That came out of nowhere, right? We have to believe that when we are praying for if we're praying for healing, we need to believe God's the healer, right? We need to, if we're praying for favor, we need to believe that God grants us favor, for wisdom, for salvation. There is power in your faith with a sincere heart. Number four, whoo, where did the time go? Let it go, let it go, let it go. Y'all ready? Number four, let it go. Mark eleven twenty-five. Whenever you, start, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything, look at your neighbor and say, anything. Look at yourself, you can. Anything against anyone. Forgive him. Drop the issue. Let it go. Okay, for those in the back, let's say it again. Ready? Forgive him, her, people, it, whatever. Drop the issue. Let it go so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions and wrongdoings against him and others. Confess and acknowledge when you have offended one another. It is so important that we restore our horizontal relationships, right, this way? Horizontal relationship is with people, is with others. Sometimes we only focus on our relationship with God. So you know what, I can repent, I can have a nasty attitude with my sisters or something, and I just go to bed, I'm like, oh, Father, forgive me. You know, I need to go and say, you know what, I'm sorry that I had that attitude. We need to restore this relationship as well, right? We, we forget sometimes, we're like, oh yeah, me and God, we good, feeling good like I should, and you done ran over everybody. <laughs> they ain't feeling that good. They're feeling scrunched and crunched. <laughs> Let's just pick them up, help them out. You know what? Sorry I had a bad day. Sorry about that. Sometimes we only focus on mending our relationship with God, but mending our relationship with others is so important. And like I said, that's how we're going to have restoration in the family. That's how we're going to have restoration in this world, right? When we love in each other, loving God, right? Loving God, loving others, loving self. So don't waste another day holding on to resentment. Anybody, like let it go. Don't hold on to resentment. Don't hold on to any bitterness towards anyone, right? If they never ask you to forgive them for what they did, let it go. If they never ask you for forgiveness, let it go. Let it go, because if you harbor it, that resentment, that bitterness, that jealousy, that envy, whatever, it only affects you. It affects you, it affects your health, it affects you fulfilling your purpose, it affects you fulfilling what God has called you to do. So it causes rottenness in the bones. Proverbs 14:30. a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like cancer to the bones. So never hold a grudge. Never be envious of anybody else's life, of anybody else's victory, of anybody else's answered prayer. Do not be envious of anybody. It will harm you. It will harm you. James 4.1 says, what is causing all the quarrels and fights among you? 
Don't they come from the evil desires at war with you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. You don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. This is crazy. You don't have what you want because you're not asking God. You're just scrolling on Instagram. You're just mad about everybody else living their best life because she don't got her prayers answered and God is moving in their life. Have you asked God? Have you asked God? Have you talked to God? And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives, remember we're talking about being sincere of heart, are wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. This is where social media, reality TV, right, and the news can trip us up. Fake news, all this hoop, all this whatever, it can trip us up. It can trip us up. Fighting, waging wars against God, against yourself, and against others. For what? For stuff. Isn't that crazy? For stuff. We're jealous of somebody else's stuff. Who cares about stuff? Like, never be envious or jealous of anybody's stuff. What's causing all these quarrels? What's causing all these fights? You know what? Well, so-and-so's husband, they did this. And my husband, he don't do nothing. Well, so-and-so's kids, they went to this school. Look at my kids. They fall and fail in every class. So-and-so's, you, you, you know what? You're watching somebody else's fake news. Somebody else's fake post. You don't know what kind of fight they got in so that he brought home them flowers. You don't know that, you know, you don't know. And okay, I'm just making up stuff. Okay. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, all you guys get good flowers for good things, right? But I'm just saying we're judging ourselves against fake news. We're judging our real, solid, healthy relationships against fake news. We're judging our kids with somebody else's fake news, right? You know, you know they don't post all, I don't post all the ugly. I would not post a picture of myself waking up. No, you're gonna, like I say all the time, you know, woke up like this or whatever that hashtag is. You know you still brushed your teeth, you still fixed your hair, you put a little blush on, you put your lip gloss, talking about hashtag no makeup, lies, fake news, right? So we can't be starting all these fights, all these quarrels, because we're looking at somebody else's life. We got to let it go. Don't let some stupid grudge hold you back from changing the world. Don't let some offense, don't let something that happened to you hold you back from walking in God's best for your life. God has restoration for whatever it is. God has restoration, and you know what? He goes beyond restoration. He goes beyond that. He blesses beyond that. Mark 11:22. when Jesus said to his disciples, then Jesus said to his disciples, have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. For what? You can pray for anything. You can pray for a new job. Right? You can pray for restoration in your family. You can pray for more than enough finances. You can pray, you can pray, you can pray. You can pray for anything. And if you believe that you received it, it will be yours. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you're holding a grudge against. 
Is that crazy? We're like, I want mountain moving faith. Are you holding a grudge against anybody? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. So that your Father in heaven will forgive you too. We need to let it go. And I have one more key that I am going to save for next week. So y'all better come back. It's gonna be good. Leave you on a cliffhanger right here. I am so excited, guys. So let's go over the keys real quick. I have one more key, but I'm gonna save that for next week. All right. So talk with God all of the time. Run to grace. Be sincere and let it go. Do you guys believe we got some things to work on? Anybody got some good notes where we need to work on? You all believe you all ready for more communication with God, having a better prayer life, bringing God into the mix? I believe that God is excited to get into your relationships, to get into your families, to get into your workplace, right? God wants to help in every situation. God wants to see you go to the next level. God wants to help you. And you know what? With God, we can do the impossible. With God, we can do everything anything. But without God, we're nothing. We have nothing and we can do nothing. So we always need to remember it's with God. And tonight, if you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you would like to call on the name of Jesus, you want to have some real talk with God, then let's pray together. Let's pray together, call on the name of Jesus. In Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you're made right with God and openly declaring that you are saved. We believe in our heart. We confess with our mouth. Just like all those other things, for favor, for wisdom, it's for salvation. We believe, we receive. Let's pray together. Say, Lord Jesus, I call on your name right now. I believe that you're the son of God. I believe you came to the earth, died on the cross, and on the third day you rose again. Thank you for forgiving me, setting me free. I receive you in my life today. And thank you for answering my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if that was your first time calling on the name of Jesus, we would love to connect with you. Just select that hands up button. Like, I received Jesus. Again we want to celebrate with you. Welcome to the family like of God. Make sure to welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so proud of you. If you love we also would like to connect with you and have some resources for you. For more information about love life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. so much more to salvation than just receiving Jesus. You know, we can live heaven on earth. And we can have real talk with God all day, every day. And God has a plan just for you. So make sure you connect with us so that we can get you that book, so that we can get you that resource. We love you so very much. And thank you guys for joining us.